Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. And now, making his way to the podcast studio all the way from Sacramento, California, he eats, sleeps, and breathes pro wrestling. He is the best self-proclaimed pro wrestling analyst in the world. Wrestling is still real to him, and he is here to keep good wrestling alive. He is the host of Snug Wrestling Podcast, the one, the only, Edgar Avila. Damn, we cannot get a break, can we? Nope. We got another pay-per-view going down this weekend. This time, it's WWE Fastlane going down this Saturday. Some of the matches were announced on this episode of Monday Night Raw. What is going on, everyone? How is everyone doing? Welcome back to Snug Wrestling. My name is Edgar. I am your host, and this is episode number 64. Today, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw that went down October 6th second in san jose california as well as news yes we got some news and this topic on today's news is one of my favorite topics so let's get into that really quick news time Snug's wrestling favorite news topic has been CM Punk. It is always great to hear what is going on with CM Punk. And this time, a lot of people think that CM Punk was referenced on this episode of Monday Night Raw. And this time, it was referenced during the Seth Rollins and Michael Cole interview segment. Seth Rollins, he is the king of teasing and putting out inside jokes and inside hidden messages in his promos that only the truly truly smart fans can catch on to and can actually pick up on and there's a lot of talk about what was said during this segment on monday night raw where michael cole said how about manipulator puppeteer at times but it seems like this time around you're actually the puppet which got a lot of attention from the ring of honor fans especially and the diehard cm punk fans because it resembled a lot from a cm punk promo from ring of honor this is my stage this is my theater you are my puppets and i pull those marionette strings and i use your emotions and i toy with them because honestly i get off on it and i think it's happening folks i think it's happening i can absolutely believe that cm punk is making his way to the wwe for many many reasons the teases the referencing it seems like as of late all of the rumors or most of the rumors have been coming true jade Cargill going to the WWE, The Rock showing up on SmackDown, Edge going to AEW, anything can happen in wrestling, and this is very likely, there's a high possibility of this, so hopefully it does happen, I would love to see CM Punk in the WWE going up against Seth Rollins, keep your fingers crossed ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the news for this time, we're gonna get into that segment a little bit more during this Raw review of Snug Wrestling, so stay tuned, let's get into the fun stuff monday night raw october 2nd we were supposed to start off with a match between Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, but the fight ended up starting backstage before the show even started because once the show aired, there was a brawl going down between Nia Jax and Shayna on the ramp and the stage area. Raquel made her big return after being taken out by Nia Jax and being away for a few weeks, and so is Rhea Ripley. Both Rhea Ripley and Raquel go after Nia Jax. Nia Jax 
flattens Raquel Rodriguez, and then Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax get into it. Rhea Ripley clears the ring, and there is mommy chants all over the San Jose arena. The women's champion is back, and she is not happy. Rhea Ripley is pissed off, and I would hate to be Dominic Mysterio right about now, because Rhea Ripley ends up calling out the Judgment Day, her faction members, and here comes the Judgment Day, Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest. No Finn Balor, because we were told that he will not be on this episode of Monday Night Raw, and Dominic Mysterio looks terrified. Dom looks like the guy that forgot to defrost the frozen chicken his wife told him to take out. He looks like the guy that didn't buy his wife food, even though she said she wasn't hungry. He looks like the guy that went out with the boys until 2 a.m. instead of 9 p.m. Now, I wouldn't know nothing about that. This is just pure speculation, and I'm just guessing here. And Mommy says, I've been gone for two weeks thanks to Nia Jax, and all kinds of shit starts falling apart. Finn Balor gets injured. Damian Priest is not medically cleared to wrestle Jay Uso, and Dom loses the North American Championship belt. But Rhea Ripley announces that she got Dominic Mysterio a rematch tonight on NXT, and if Dom doesn't win, he better not come home, which got a big reaction from the crowd. And then Jay Uso's music hits to a big pop, and Jay is giving Rhea Ripley the googly eyes and welcomes Rhea Ripley back because everyone missed her. Damien Priest tried to step up to Jay Uso, but Dom stops him and says, nah, Priest, I got this. I'm gonna handle this for mommy. So Dominic Mysterio is trying to redeem himself and trying to get himself back on the good graces of mommy Rhea Ripley. Jay takes out Dominic Mysterio. Then JD Madonna runs in and attacks Jay Uso, but Cody Rhodes comes out. And then we have a tag team match that's announced, not for the main event for Monday Night Raw, but for Fastlane. We're going to get Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso versus Damian Priest and Finn Balor for the Undisputed World Tag Team Championships. There was a little advertisement after this, a short advertisement for WWE's new signee, Jade Cargill. And WWE, they can't wait to bring Jade on and show everyone their flashy, new, superstar, shiny Jade Cargill. Chad Gable and Otis versus the Imperium. The Imperium, they've been having some missteps in the ring as of late. They've been having some bad luck, and they're looking to turn that luck around on this tag team match. And Chad Gable, man, he is so good. Before the break, Otis tried to throw Chad Gable out of the ring to land on the Imperium, but Chad falls a little short and eventually barely saved that spot. Ludwig Kaiser ends up getting the pin on Otis for the Imperium. Good thing, too, because another loss by the Imperium would not make the Intercontinental Champion very happy. So good for the Imperium. It looks like they're getting things back on track here. Bronson Reed versus Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander is a singles competitor again because his tag team partner, Shelton Benjamin, as we all know, was recently released. And we haven't seen Cedric Alexander on Monday Night Raw since June 19th. So it's been well over four months since Cedric Alexander has had a TV match. Bronson Reed ended up getting the win over Cedric Alexander, but it was really good to see Cedric once again. The contract signing for the Intercontinental title, Tommaso Ciampa, he comes out and his music gives me flashbacks from when Taz debuted in the WWF versus Kurt Angle. Their entrance music starts exactly the same, the one with Ciampa and, and Taz. And this is supposed to be a contract 
signing for Fastlane. Tommaso Ciampa cuts a big babyface promo talking about his family. Gunther, he responds and he respects that. Ciampa fights for what means the most to him. Well, Gunther, what means most to him is that Intercontinental Championship and no one is going to take that away from him. Tommaso Ciampa says, you know what? We don't have to wait until Fastlane. We don't have to wait until next week. Let's do that tonight. And as wrestling history will explain and show everyone that the heel usually when they get challenged like this they always say no it's like wrestling law this is a wrestling rule where the heel never accepts the challenge that the babyface makes them it's always when the heel wants to on their time but not this time not gunther gunther actually accepted the match and accepted to defend the intercontinental championship on this very same episode of monday night raw so we have the main event set gunther versus Tommaso Ciampa for the IC title. The Judgment Day, they have a segment backstage and JD Madonna is trying to tell Damien Priest what the plan is, but Damien Priest does not want to hear it. But lucky for JD Madonna, Rhea Ripley was there and convinced Damien Priest to just hear him out. So little by little, JD Madonna is weaseling his way into the Judgment Day. Xavier Woods versus Ivar. Ivar has gotten over with me in the past couple of weeks. Ivar has been really taking advantage of these singles matches that he's been having as of late because his tag team partner is injured and he hasn't been on TV. And even though Ivar, he's got kind of a goofy gimmick with this Viking Raiders gimmick. He isn't a tag team. He's not really a singles competitor, but this dude can move pretty fucking good for a guy his size. Kofi Kingston was just on commentary yelling, don't ever let Kofi Kingston do commentary ever again please still wasn't as bad as John Moxley but just as close pretty damn near Xavier Woods ended up winning and there's an afterbirth here where Ivar takes out the New Day both Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods he stacks them up and he moonsaults on top of them boom so Ivar he is the last man standing here after this match the Seth Rollins and Michael Cole in-ring interview which we kind of went over during the new segment of this episode and michael cole asked seth rollins why do you insist on doing this last man standing match if your back is fucked up like anything can happen in this match and your career can be over just as fast seth rollins had a pretty good answer for michael cole and asked him a question of his own asking michael cole how many years have you been in the wwe michael cole responded and said 26 years and out of the 26 years michael cole has only missed two shows that is pretty impressive on michael cole so michael cole he can understand seth rollins work ethic and why he wants to do this match this last man standing match versus shinsuke nakamura at fast lane it's because he loves it it's his passion it's what he loves to do and it's what he wants to do and a lot of people can relate to that so this was a really great interview with both michael cole and seth rollins nakamura shows up on the tying tron again seth rollins has his back turned and nakamura attacks seth rollins from behind attacked him with the chair until seth rollins stayed down and nakamura did his own 10 count to prove to the world that this is what's going to happen at fast lane nakamura is going to take seth rollins down and beat him and he's going to be the last man standing Jay Uso, he has an interview with Byron Saxton, and he's talking about Cody Rhodes. Jay Uso, he's had his beef with Cody Rhodes in the past when Jay Uso was part.
part of the bloodline, but that's no more. Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, they're good. The tag team championship match, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso, they're going to be good. Jey Uso, he's ready for the Judgment Day at Fastlane. Drew McIntyre, he also has a promo, and he's also cutting a promo on Cody Rhodes. Forgiving Jey Uso is weakness, not strength. Miz interrupts, and he cuts a promo, but every time the Miz speaks, my mind just automatically just goes somewhere else because what the fuck i don't want to hear the miss speak ever so every time the miss was trying to get his words in there drew mcintyre and everyone in the san jose arena is telling miss to shut up the miss and drew mcintyre they end up having a match the miss was not dressed for it he was still wearing his suit and drew mcintyre he was going to go for the claymore but instead he gets the sword now a while back we said the only way that drew mcintyre is going to turn into a real heel is if he stabbed someone with the sword now i don't know if drew mcintyre listens to snug wrestling but i was just kidding dude if you're listening to this do not stab anyone with that sword that was a total joke instead drew mcintyre exposed the turnbuckle and used the turnbuckle to beat the miz in a very heelish heelish way so little by little the drew mcintyre is becoming the mean mcintyre cody rhodes he has a interview and the interview he says that the judgment day is going to be on smackdown so cody rhodes is going to be on smackdown and he's not going to be alone because cody rhodes is bringing jay uso over to smackdown as well hmm very very interesting jay uso is going to be on smackdown again cody rhodes is going to be on smackdown again the bloodline is also going to be at smackdown and so is the judgment day so this should be a really really good smackdown before the fast lane pay-per-view man i wonder what's gonna happen well i guess we're gonna have to find out and see and the main event tomaso champa versus gunther and tomaso champa he's taking the fight to the ic championship gunther and tries to finish the match fast because tomaso champa told gunther that he was gonna make him tap tonight and was trying to go for his hold the sicilian stretch as soon as he could and gunther was actually fighting from underneath which i'm not really used to seeing that because gunther is usually really dominant but tomaso champa was taking the fight to gunther gunther slowly getting back in control of the match gets a headlock in gets a sleeper hold on tomaso champa slows down the pace and they go back and forth tomaso champa goes for the sicilian stretch again gunther hits tomaso champa with two power bombs and a sleeper and night night tomaso champa go to sleep gunther retains the intercontinental championship and this was a really great match this was a really great main event and there's another after the birth the imperium they get some heat on tomaso champa they attack tomaso champa and johnny gargano johnny wrestling he's back he's returned to help out his old buddy his old pal tomaso champa tomaso champa has been looking everywhere for johnny gargano and he finally found him welcome back johnny gargano that was monday night raw let me know what you guys think hit me up at snug wrestling be on the lookout for a fast lane prediction a fast lane preview episode that i'm gonna be putting out hopefully soon tomorrow we got aew dynamite the fourth year anniversary be on the lookout for that as well and don't forget to hit me up on my social medias again it's at snug wrestling thank you guys for listening and we'll talk soon